When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome to another... I was going to say thrilling. Is this podcast thrilling? I don't know. Another edition of the Advanced Analytics NBA podcast NBA Finals preview. That sounds embarrassing, not even claiming we're doing that. Um, my name is Guy Williams. I'm joined by my brother, Paul Williams. Hello. And uh, my friend, good friend, it's Mother and JT. How are you, mate? Hi, Buzz. How are you? Superb, as always. It's time for Advanced Analytics. Paul, we just got back from dinner and you were um, concerned that you didn't have enough time. You, not only did you not know about this podcast and you said, I have no time to prep. Yes. Which made me laugh out loud because I assumed I've done this podcast with you for two or three years that you did not prep. <laughs> I do a lot of prep. A lot of prep goes into this. <laughs> JT, do you prep for this pod? Mm. Nah, my, mainly my prep consists of during the week or months between podcasts. Oh, when I have a good idea, I'm like, save it for the pod, but I never do. <laughs> and then I basically just say what's ever on my mind and instantly regret it. <laughs> do you listen back to the podcast and regret what you've said? Nah, but I've, I've made some good calls and some bad calls, right? Good calls. I told you Tyler Hero was a bust during the <laughs> bubble. That's proven. And that Kobe Bryant would only be a sixth man now. That's probably, yeah, I'd probably take that <laughs> one back if I could. <laughs> Um, okay, so... Hey, what'd you have for dinner? You're really bearing the lead. Uh, we went to a, a, a steakhouse in Queenstown. It was it was fine. Shell of Ferd Burger. I thought you were going to say Ferd Burger. I hate Ferd Burger. I don't, I don't want to get into it. <laughs> Ferd Burger is the supreme of New Zealand, is what I've <laughs> Yeah, great call, great call. Okay, um, let's go. Paul's still doing his research, which seems to be looking at fan versions of Atlanta Magic jerseys. Mm, some concept art. <laughs> Fan, fan-made concept art. Okay, well, well, I'm excited because the NBA Finals in two days' time or one day's time or probably after this has been finally released, the NBA Finals are happening and um, it's two shocking teams that almost no one except for Sanjay Patel, shout out to Sanjay, in our group chat, no one besides him picks. The Suns versus the Bucks. You'd have to be an insane a person as insane as Sanjay is to pick that right. And I didn't pick it. I picked the Lakers. JT picked the Lakers. Paul picked the Suns. Um, I didn't pick the Suns, I don't think. Oh, no, sorry. Oh, sorry, sorry. You picked the Heat. Uh, no, I had the Jazz. The I Heat. Jazz no, heat. heat. Oh, yeah, but yeah, okay, okay. Whatever. But what's really annoying me here is we, we continually say that this doesn't count. But it's not canon. Mm, and you keep, you keep bringing it up. But <laughs> oh, the only thing is predictions on podcasts. And I have been consistently pick, picking the Suns. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. This re- like I'm not letting you get away with these like crimes against. No, but I'm with JT because the bracket 
for me was a place to have fun and do some guys bold, bold i don't give a shit about our predictions i was just trying to set up that it's a surprise teams in the finals and let's just talk about the finals that's what i was trying to get to shocking yeah. that's that's my take shocking yeah but i i felt like it was a year where it was anyone's game and like the Bucks isn't a surprise. This, I guess the surprise for me is how bad the 76ers were because I thought the Bucks, yeah, I didn't think they would get out. Yeah, who's the biggest choker in this situation? It's got to be the Sixers, right? I think so. Yeah, the Sixers, the Sixers definitely blew it. Um, I blame fully Doc Rivers because um, I know Ben Simmons is getting all the hate, but just Doc Rivers' way of handling that was so bad, I thought. Like, as a coach, you shouldn't throw one guy under. Like, he got so much hate, and it was, I think, purely because Doc Rivers threw him under the bus afterwards. But but don't you reckon it's the equivalent of if you've got, like, a poor, poorly um, performing employee, Paul? Like, not mm-hmm. not, not, not like you in the, um, in the ice cream sales, Paul, and, mm-hmm. you know, another type of poorly performing employee. And you spent 90% of the year like giving that employee awards, like publicly being like talking about how great that employee was, going to like the, the board of your company and being like, this employee is incredible. And then they make a public mistake and being like, I'm this guy, this employee sucks. I've never said this guy's good. Like that's what, that's why I couldn't understand about Doc Rivers. Hmm. Yeah. Um, I just, I don't like Doc Rivers. He's, okay. I think he's bad. By the way, Paul's still doing some research. He's currently on Magic Reddit where the banner is um, says 14% for number one. And I was like, what the hell does that mean? And then I realized it's the Magic's draft odds of getting the number one pick in the draft. It was. Too bad. No, they didn't get it. It's the lottery's been. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. I forgot. No. Who, got, who got number one pick? Oh, Detroit. Detroit though. Pistons. My beloved Detroit, Detroit Pistons. Okay. But let's just go here for a second, because my take is, I, I think we'd all agree that I really hate it when people say there's an asterisk on a championship. Hmm. JT? You hate yeah, that? I think I think it's 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 yeah, it's only like the people, the LaFraud people that say it in my eyes. Paul, I thought you said the Lakers were an asterisk last year. Last year was an asterisk. Yeah, yeah okay, but besides that, you don't like asterisks. Uh, well, I don't think this year should get an asterisk. This is just regular. Why well, last year? Uh, just too much. Like Tyler weird Hero stuff. was balling out. It was just weird stuff was going on. <laughs> no, but this year, every All Star, like there's been eleven All Stars injured. I don't like all stars. Okay. I like um, bench players anyway. <laughs> this, is, this is the purest year. <laughs> well, I, I, I don't want to say asterisks, and it annoys me when people say asterisks. It's hard to win an NBA championship. Both these teams have had to battle, and yeah, their run hasn't been as difficult as mm. previous years. No, I, I will say this: the asterisks thing is crazy because. Because if you're asterisking this year, then you're definitely asterisking last year, and then you're definitely asterisking the Raptors the year before, mm. and then it's like, okay, you're literally asterisking you every year. Every year. Like, well, well, the Raptors got a lot luckier than yeah any team this year because oh, yeah. yeah. No, 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 hey, 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 hey. This is coming hot early. No, no that, but that's the true. The equivalent would be if it was um, Suns Nets, and then the Nets lost Kevin Durant. That's what happened. So no, it, was, it, was Suns, it was it was and that's what happened no that's what happened literally in the round one the suns were going to lose and the um lakers lost lebron james and then anthony davis it's literally Le- what LeBron happened james didn't he, he played injured oh, no but they didn't lose in the him. same way chris War- okay well he was he limping played... around the court no, no was he limping or oh, i can't he... believe you were taking a shot at the Ravens. this is amazing so the suns nah. they only won the first round because of the lakers getting injured 
They only won the second round because um, the the Nuggets were missing their second best player. They only won the third round because Kawhi Leonard was out. Let's be honest. The, the Suns wouldn't have won any series without injuries. Disagree. And basically the same with the Bucks. They, they probably would have stepped it up. Mm. They probably would have been inspired. The Lakers were bad. The Lakers were up on the Suns, 2-1, playing the next game in Los Angeles, and were just crushing them. And then Anthony Davis got injured, and the Suns won out. That's what happened. Yeah, but they just the Suns just needed one more game to build the perfect chemistry. Mm, this, this, <laughs> yeah, good answer. And then on the other side, don't even get me started on the Bucks, who beat the 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 the, the Nets, missing two All Stars. And then they beat the um, Hawks, who only had one good player. And that guy got injured halfway through. And then it was so funny watching the um, Dan- Daniello Gallinari-led Hawks. Um, they won a game. as well. I got, Giannis got injured too. But, like, holy yeah, but- shit. What a shit show. So you've been a bit harsh on the Hawks. Kevin Herter, great player. Red Velvet, Lou yeah. Williams. John the Baptist. I mean, John the Baptist. The, the, you know, the list doesn't go on. That is the list. <laughs> <laughs> But um, hear me out here, because I've, I've come too hot. I, did, I, I sound like I was now saying an asterisk. My point is, even though I think these are probably the two weakest teams to make the NBA Finals in my lifetime, I still think it's that's the way the cookie crumbles. Like Everyone get injured. That's what happened. You can only beat the team in front of you. And like both these teams um, have won all the games they had to win. So congratulations on making it the final. You can say they're the worst champion ever or one of the weaker teams to make the finals, but you don't say an asterisk. They deserve to be there. But the worst champions ever would be like the 1950 Rochester. I was saying in my lifetime, because I can't go back that far as well. I feel like you're you're not giving them credit. Like both teams are stacked, I reckon. Bucks and Suns. Very deep teams. Who's the third best team on last... Okay, who's the third best... Who was the third best player... Last year on both the teams in the finals. Oh well, okay. Who's the third best player on the Heat? So you'd go well, I'd Tyler Hero and, in the bubble, and then number three would be like Tyler Hero. And the the Heat and were the like, Lakers. Who was their third best player? Um, Caruso. Okay, no, no, no. But you, you've done a nice trick there because you've you've put a created a question where the Lakers are famously a two man team with a bunch of decent role players. I mean, the Lakers' third best player, I guess, in the finals, but, like. But Rondo isn't that to Paul? Out? I don't know. But to, that's to Paul's point, right? Like this, yeah, you'd say the Suns got lucky, but the Suns build a roster that's like a ten-man roster. So sure, Booker is by far the best, but then everyone's pretty even after that. Okay, guys, you guys are gaslighting me. There's a reason they're not getting injured, and it's because they're not um, putting all the weight on two guys. That's not the reason. The reason's because they had a shortened off-season. I mean, LeBron said he caught it beforehand. I didn't know, but you guys are gaslighting me here. I was watching the Eastern Conference Finals the other day, and in the highlight video. It was Chris Middleton in one picture, mm. and the other picture was um. Who's that guy from the Hawks? Who's got who's Chris Middleton's a top like top twenty no. player easily. Yeah, no. I, Chris Middleton's better than Giannis by a long way. Okay, 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 okay. Oh, Chris Middleton. JT is firing here because JT nah. hates Giannis. So it's waiting to come. If out. you needed a player, if you honestly tell me that you need a player for He's one playoff game, okay. In my opinion, in my opinion. The team that wins the championship this year, even if Giannis is playing, will be the worst NBA champion in my lifetime. And that's you can say the Raptors are bad. The Raptors team is a lot better than the, oh, the Suns or Bucks team. I think that the Suns would the Suns team would give the Raptors a very good run. You're you're I off think, your face. You're off I your face. They got 
37-year-old Chris Paul. Who's better than Kevin Booker. And then who? Who? DeAndre Ayton? Okay, let's go one. Let's go one. Let's, out of those two teams, who are the top players? Kawhi's number one, sure. Yeah, best totally player, yeah. that. Second player would be Devin Booker. He's the best. Second best. Third Chris, best, Chris, Paul. Chris Paul's better than Kyle Lowry. Then are you... I don't know. Yeah, in that, in that playoff, you've got to look at it in the context of that playoff run. In that playoff run, pretty even. Kyle Lowry came up big. Pascal Siakam, uh, Prime. Uh, Pascal you know, Siakam, you mean baby Giannis. This year... <laughs> The, the Raptors with pretty similar core, shocking. No, 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 no. This is crazy. You're giving two years on. This is, this is absolutely no, crazy talk. Siakam's still... The Raptors, the Raptors are a lot better than these two teams. Are you guys not agreeing with me here? We watched the Eastern Conference Finals, and like the star was like... Um, uh, yeah, Deanna Yellow Gallinari was like the focus of the Hawks. Like This is like record levels of bad, yeah, firstly, right? Gallinari's good. The, the Suns almost lost to the LA Clippers... Without their best player, man, Gallinari is not Gallinari is not looking good like, either. He's, didn't they win like four two or something? Yeah, but they oh, it was a tight series against the Clippers. That doesn't seem tight. That seems like a war. Did you watch the series? JT, back me up here. Yeah, the I'm sorry, I, I, I do like this, but the Clippers could have easily won that. What? Not they could have won four one. Like three of those games were nail biters. Well, yeah, yeah, it was close. And, and uh, hey, shout out to the Suns for pulling those out, though. They do seem to have the clutch gene. I'm just looking at the last game. They won by 27 uh, points. Uh, uh, okay, 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 that was a blowout in the in the knockout game, but it was a very close no, series. Okay, for people who watch the games, Paul, the series were very close. But I will say this: um, we've got to celebrate Chris Paul because what an amazing performance in back-to-back game sevens. He put 39 on the Nuggets to eliminate them, and then he put 41 on the uh, Clippers to finally get rid of them. Patrick Beverly was so distraught. JT, uh, you got some problems going on in the background there. Wait, oh, did you... sorry. Just Mount Albert. Yeah, you, you, okay. Um, Chris Paul put 41 on the Clippers to eliminate them. Patrick Beverly was so furious. He, like, King, not King hit, but King pushed him in the back for no yeah, reason. King push is actually the perfect way to describe it. What a strange decision. I can't, I can't believe he got suspended for one game. That was a pretty bad thing to do. If he did it to the chest, that would have started like a brawl probably. But just because he did it to his back and he fell over, there was no opportunity for that to happen. It was, I'm, I thought it was a pretty vicious and kind of rank thing to do to someone, I thought. I thought it was extremely weird. But like why – I just can't imagine – so the amount of um, the amount of winding up Chris Paul and, and Beverly were doing to each other, that, that's the point you break. And your breaking point is a, is like a strong push. Do you know what I mean? Like, if you're yeah. angry enough to lose it in a public game, and the push is your outlet, it just doesn't. Those things don't gel to me. I've always liked Beverly and um, enjoyed his shithousery, and but I just can't, I can't handle it anymore. Like he's just, he's too much of a villain. Like he's just no awareness. And when he apologized, I assumed when he got pushed in the back, I assumed it was a, a Zinedine Zidane. I can't say that name. I assumed it was one of those situations where um, like, there was like a racial slur or said something about his sister or something like that. No, it was just Patrick Beverly just said the next day, he's like, oh, sorry, the game got the better of me, so I snuck up behind him and shoved him in the back. Crazy. Yeah, it's not good. Classic Beverly um, way to go out, though. I had a little fun fact, actually, um, for you guys. Is it actually fun or is it just Yeah, it's, it, it's fun. Can you tell me... Okay, so when I was watching the playoffs, I was like, oh, there's a few players that really stuck out to me. And I was like, there's, there's a connection here and I can't um, put my finger on it. 
but there were there were four players. No, sorry, there are one, two, three. There are five players connected to one team, and and the and the final four. What what were they? what was oh, that team? Yeah. I think five I, players, I and they're on every single team. Sorry, that there's one on each team. I'll let, I'll let Guy answer it. I, 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 I'm sorry, I don't even understand what the question is. In, okay. in the finals, there's five players connected to both teams, or what is no, it? No, connected. They, they were no, there's on four players. Team. They were on, all on one team together years ago, and now there's one on each of the four teams. Hmm. Actually, there might be two on one, but yeah, try and guess what it is. Were they all on the Denver Nuggets or drafted by them? I, I don't, yeah. No, it's the New Orleans Pelicans, 2016. Antoine Moore, Solomon Hill, which you'd love to see Solomon Hill getting major minutes in 2021. Drew Holiday and Boogie. Wow. All playing 16, 17 together. I mean, the only. I assumed this was going to be the Rockets. Isn't that. Nah, even better. Why is no one talking about it? Wait, what's the the Rockets Rockets one's better, isn't it? Oh, yeah, that's better now because it's the finals, but my one was cool because it was the semi finals. What's the Rockets one that all I, the players in the finals? No, are there the was like Chris there, Paul. Yeah, there Tucker. was like Tucker, Chris Paul, um, Capella, Capella, and uh, what was the other team? Oh, the Clippers. A few of those guys, um, Pat, Pat Beverly or someone. Can't remember. All right, I, I must say, JT, that fact was it was a fact, but it wasn't that fun. Um, all those players <laughs> are not very significant besides Drew um, Solomon Hill, though him playing in the uh, in the conference finals is pretty, yeah. It's pretty okay, fun. well, here's, but here's the most fun fact. Solomon Hill this year played his most minutes played in his career wow. since since 2016-17 Pelicans. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's that's part of motion. You know who can't see the video feed? JT is looking at us, waiting for us to go, Wow. What 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 are we going well about I that? You, I assumed you were going to say like since two thousand and eight or something, but nah. seventeen that was quite recent. Yeah, but Solomon Hill is not as old as you think he is. Well, I yeah. think of him as like forty five. But well, his name he's... is Solomon Hill. Like that's from the Bible. <laughs> There's a <laughs> like when you think of Thaddeus Young, you don't think of a young person. You think of Thaddeus. Like that's got to be at least four hundred fifty years old with that first name right there. So who are you guys? Who's um? Who are you picking for the finals? Suns by walkover. Really? See the Bucks. Really? Let's pull it together. But like Giannis is going to be injured, right? Like, but that's good for the Bucks. Yeah. Okay. So just a bit of context here. If if people didn't listen to last week's episode, we established that <laughs> JT thinks Giannis is terrible and the Bucks are better without him, and Paul thinks that injuries aren't real and that James Harden <laughs> just got bad at basketball. No, I just I just think it's always convenient when guys blom out and then they're like, oh, but I was playing injured. No, but no, but no, but he literally came back like was forced yeah. back off the injured reserve to limp around. Like he couldn't run as fast as he normally. Okay, Paul, tell me this: you think you do? You, are you just guessing that Giannis will be back, or you're hoping? I just feel it. Okay. I just feel it. You feel it coming. Now, JT, it's your time to unleash. You've got a theory that the Bucks are going to win. Oh, I'm just guessing. I, don't, I haven't heard this. I don't want to burst your bubble, but I reckon you're going to call Bucks are winning and you're going to claim that Giannis isn't going to play, but it's going to somehow make the Bucks better. Uh, I don't know if they're going to win, but I think their better chance of winning is with, uh, with Giannis off, with Bobby Porter's playing. Okay. So the whole game, Giannis doesn't play one minute. 
I honestly think that I think that makes the Bucks a better team. Are you talking about in context? Are you talking about an injured Giannis or uh, Giannis 100 healthy? You'd still rather see him benched for healthy, Bobby uh, for Bobby Portis. No, the, okay, the best outcome is that the Bucks play four smalls and and start Lopez at center, and they have a healthy Giannis playing six man. That's their best. That's the best outcome. Okay, but they're not yeah. going to do that. So their second best outcome is just to keep Giannis off. You're, you're disappointingly sane there. I was kind of hoping for a more mad dog approach. Still pretty mad dog, though. What about four smalls and Giannis at centre? Why wouldn't that be good? I Well, that would be that would be good. That would be the best outcome, probably. Or second best outcome, probably. <laughs> I love how you've but, ranked these outcomes, but you can't remember what your rankings are anymore. But I don't think that um, Buddenhoser is going to do it. And right now, Buddenhoser, and it looks like... Um, who's that purple girl Are you from? intentionally saying his name last r- wrong? Budenholzer. Is it a Budenholzer or something? I mean, it's we're tomato tomato. I think. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's kind of it's kind of Tim kind of Tim Connaughton at this stage. <laughs> but but um, okay, you you comparing him to Grimace from McDonald's? No, <laughs> no close. Um, who's the purple girl from Charlie Chocolate Factory? You know, uh, Veruca Salt. Yeah, his Violet eyes. Beauregard. Violet Beauregard. His, his eyes look like they're gonna pop. He just he, he makes this face the whole time. <laughs> it's like a weird like pained like he's been tortured for the audio fans of the podcast jt is doing a um dramatic eyes popping face um it's very humorous um shame you cannot uh see it because jt has forgot that it's an audio based uh recording. he's the only coach i've ever seen who's made it to the nba finals and it would still be better to fire him now like they would actually do they sh- they should roll the dice and be like let's just get rid of him Okay. Yeah. Well, that people are saying that. Like, as soon as the Mavs, um, I actually assumed the other day. I assumed that he had been fired because guy in the in our group chat was like, the Magic should get um, Budenholzer. Budenholzer. And I was like, crap. I've obviously because I was on a run and I just noticed it on my phone. I was like, they must have fired him days before they are possibly going to make the NBA Finals. But no, they should have got the Atlanta coach because he's still an interim. Mate, eh? that would have been so funny in the series and just be like, oh. At the press conference, do you think they're going to make you a head coach now? And be like, oh, actually, I'm going to the Bucks. Then you really, I'm just an interim, so I can, I'm not contractually bound. So Chris Paul has been amazing. You guys are loving the Suns. You must be, you must be pretty excited. JT, you're picking the Suns and loving life. Yeah, I'm loving it. I'm a bit worried about Chris Paul's ligaments in his hand. Mm. But I, uh, I, I, I be, so- there would be nothing more Chris Paul like than to make it to his first finals and have to leave injured and watch his team lose to the uh, Bucks, who are led by Drew Holiday and uh, Chris Middleton. But you keep saying, like, Drew Holiday. But to me, yeah. Chris Middleton, Drew, and Brooke Lopez are a big three. Like, they're yeah. the best, arguably, yeah, the best players in the series. All-stars. Like, what are you talking about? Guys, they, they four all-stars. No. Chris Middleton's the best player in the finals. Then it's, then it's probably Drew. Then it's Devin Booker, Chris Paul. Guys, this, this, pod, so this, pod, this podcast has taken a huge 180 because about four podcasts again, we're talking about how the Bucks are the worst team <laughs> in NBA no, history. We were, we were talking about how Budenholzer, we didn't like Budenholzer, but I was constantly saying that they should be great because they're so stacked. So we got four All-Stars and PJ Tucker. That should be okay. enough. So this is what's going to happen, right? Drew Holiday never made it. Okay. So Drew Holiday is not playing well. Uh, he he was it's supposed to be the Chris Paul of the Bucks. He's on a max salary. And he's just, he's just, he's fine. He's fine, but he should have been eliminated by the Brooklyn Nets. He made it through. 
Giannis is all right, but he's a flawed all-star. Chris Middleton is good, but just too inconsistent. And especially in the NBA Finals, I think the Suns team is going to play better defense than the Hawks. you got to remember, they're playing against the Hawks, who are a terrible, terrible uh, defensive team and um, had multiple liabilities on the court. They had Trey, they had Red Velvet or whatever Matt hey, calls it. Drew uh, Holiday is an all-star. Is he? Yeah. You sure? He was named an NBA an all-star in 2013. 2013. But anyway, um, I mean, Middleton's an all-star. The point is, yeah. Middleton is not a good enough second option, um, especially if your first option is Giannis, who we've agreed is not a good enough first option. And Brooke Lopez, I love Brooke Lopez. I love his post-play. I love a good stretch center. But I think he's going to get played off the floor by Chris Paul, who is going to love seeing him play on the floor. And Budenholzer is going to leave him on the floor. And Chris Paul is going to feast... Um, because it's just a poorly constructed roster, in my opinion. The Bucks are poorly constructed. Yeah. I think it's a great roster, and I just think with a good coach, they would steamroll. They would be good. With a good, with a good coach, they'd be Because they should be, be so good at defense. Mm. When you consider they've got Giannis, Drew, so yeah. Drew, Drew Holiday for years. Yeah. Everyone, like all the players yeah. are always like, he's the best de- I, I, I totally, I totally agree with you. They should be, and I don't know what's going wrong, but unfortunately, they just haven't, they haven't so. been. But I can tell you what's going wrong, and it's Paul's point, right? So if you if Giannis, if Giannis is injured, and you're playing a team who doesn't have Trey Young or a healthy Trey Young, and can only shoot threes, like their only option is threes or maybe a Trey Young blooper, and you don't, and Giannis is out, why are you playing Bobby Portis? Like you don't need two big men. But mm. like you only need perimeter defenders and Brooke Wait, Lopez. Bobby Portis was the fundamental bla- uh, block in your um, second most optimal option for the Bucks <laughs> offense, wasn't he? I was like, you were loving Bobby Portis about five minutes ago. No, no I, I, I'm being an asshole. I, I, I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. I hate Bobby Portis. I really hate that Bobby Portis is a fan favorite of the Bucks. And make, I hate, like, it makes me hate the Bucks. No, but he's he's a fan favorite because he's, like, crazy, right? I just don't. Well, who did he punch when he was on the Knicks? Didn't he punch he his own teammate? Very uh, strange. Miritich. Yeah. Is that his name? He plays Didn't Mir- he break his nose? Nikolai Miritich. Nikolai Miritich, yeah. But, like, didn't they all agree that he deserved it afterwards? I don't know. I'll have to look it up. But, so, who do you, are you saying Bucks guy? No, no, no. I'm saying, no, I said uh, Hawks and four. Like, I think Giannis is going to be injured. If he plays, he's going to be hobbled, which is a player that relies on athleticism. Injured is worth, like, at least Harden could shoot the three occasionally or at least be a threat to stretch the floor. Giannis can't even be that. So unless Giannis, if Giannis comes back to 100, I would say great series, and that's what I'm hoping for. But um, realistically, I think Giannis is going to be hobbled and Suns in five. What do you think, Paul? I'm going um, Suns. I think uh, just the vo- their vibe is great right now. You know, they're FaceTiming Chris Paul when he wasn't playing after the game. Just the vibe there is great. Um and uh, I just think the Bucks, the the coaching, like just how they give up threes, and like I'm looking at the stats right now, and and in the league, the Bucks opponents have the best second, apart from the Timberwolves who don't count, the the Bucks <laughs> have the worst opponent three point percentage, and give up um, like uh, the third most threes at the best percentage. Like it just doesn't make sense. Especially when you've got these guys who are meant to be great at defense. Why are you just letting teams shoot threes? It's crazy to me. Mm. I hear you. 
You get yeah. So what's so what's your prediction? Suns. Suns and um, I think the Bucks could be decent just because again I think their roster is so stacked with but, with Giannis. Uh, regardless, I just think they'll they'll take a few games. Um, I'll go uh, Suns and Suns and six 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 Suns and six. <laughs> it was like you're doing a joke there. Suns and in, what did you go? Suns and five. Yeah. Well, I was going to go six, but I can't go six now, so I'm going to go Suns and four. No, you can't. Sweet. <laughs> you can, no, no, no. <laughs> no, you can go the same as Paul. You can go six if you think that's rational. No, I hate copycats, though, traditionally. It's, <laughs> you're not a copycat. You said I, that was your... Uh, I know you hate that, and to the point where I was sure you were going to go, like, bucks and, <laughs> and six. It's a hard, it is a hard thing to predict, predict like, like, this whole playoffs, just because if Giannis plays or doesn't play, that will... And how uh, healthy he is will directly like, affect it. I'm annoyed by, like, to me, PJ Tucker on the Bucks seems almost like a shell of himself at, in Houston. I can't yeah, figure is. it out. Well, he's very old. Unle- but unleash him. Just let him... He'll get tricked because um, PJ Ticket, t- Tucker wears the sneakers of a 21-year-old, but he is the body of, like, he's, like, 36. So how old is PJ Tucker? But how wait, old? hold on. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Are you guys saying PJ Tucker's not good anymore? No, I'm just saying. Yeah, I'm saying that. Yeah. No, what I'm saying is he, he's a, he's a defensive he's a, he's a defensive specialist lockdown but he, defender, but, but he's still a lockdown? great defender. No, no, but what? No, what I'm missing. I'm saying he's a shell of himself in terms of he can't shoot, can't score. No, he just he just used to seem like no. It's more like just the the energy. Like he was more like a he's lacking that youthful vibe. I'm not seeing that like diehard um sort of hustle and stuff. He's 36 years old. Like it's. And he's only missed, like, one game in 10 years, right? Yeah, and, he, and he, it is weird that he changes shoes, including wearing, like, vintage Jordans and stuff um, every game and sometimes twice or three times a game. I'm like, just constantly playing on different soles. Can't, JT, you can weigh in on this. That can't be good for you. Oh, I just find it amazing. And I love how he wore the Giannis threes before they were officially released and before Giannis won them. That's I mean, it must, it must have been agreed, but that's so good. And you know who's got a... Um, uh, this is a bit of a tangent, but I was watching. I'm a big YouTuber. Do you guys know that? Oh, I really. I'm not just. Wait, I just watch YouTube. But a YouTuber sounds like you're making content on YouTube. Nah, but to someone, to someone of my age, Paul, wait, 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 you should have watched YouTube. <laughs> wait, by YouTuber, do you mean a guy who watches YouTube occasionally? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, <laughs> I give him. I ride the two. And um. Do you mean like just a normal person? No, but that's not normal for... I don't know anyone else that, like, really consumes a lot of YouTube. <laughs> Everyone does. No, I don't think people, like, my age, do, it's, it's that common. No, you do, because it's just it's just the default video. If you watch a video on the internet, 90% chance it's going to be YouTube. What do you... What is nah, that Vimeo. But I say I'm watching YouTube, like... Like, I'm just letting the algorithm do the thinking. I'm just, like, watching it like TV, just letting the next video come on. So what do you watch like, white supremacy videos? Yeah, yeah, basically. Uh, uh, man you should check out this guy called Ben Shapiro he's so smart Uh, um, uh, shit what was I saying Paul's got a photo up of PJ Tucker playing in Fear of God Nikes those aren't even what is Fear of God it's a weird fashion label the point is they were never supposed to be worn on court they're like a high top fashion shoe it was like when people played in um, Yeezys before Yeezy released a basketball shoe and he was just playing in Yeezy casuals. It was oh, Nick Young played in them. They're crazy. Um, who played Gucci shoes? Was it Gilbert Arenas? Yeah, yeah, the iconic. legend. Um, now, so what I was watching was um, some sneaker channel, and a guy p- popped up, and he's like, "God, he had like an amazing Jordan collection." 
real cool guy, real handsome, quite charismatic. And I was like, oh, who's this cool guy? And I looked him up and it's Michael Jordan's son, the youngest one. <laughs> I, I didn't, did not see that coming. Because you see, you, do you remember those pictures of them playing basketball? And they look like the biggest nerds ever. They're like goggles. Like, and, just because they had glasses, yeah. They just look like nerds. And this guy's real cool. Eh? I, I don't know. I think it's like, I can't believe how cool Michael Jordan's son turned out. <laughs> I'll, I'll send you a picture of him. Well, you've got to describe, okay, but this is, again, JT, I mean, I just, I hate to tell you this, but this is an audio-based podcast. Okay, and you need to describe to us and to the listeners, because you can't send them all a, a picture. Um, tell yeah. what, what, make, what name three things that make him cool. Okay, cool beard. Um, what yeah, kind of like, beard? huh? What kind of oh beard? Yeah, beard. Wait, yeah. Wait, what do you think he said? Well, I was like, I thought he said beard, and I was picturing like one of those beards that's like a race car. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, he has a cool beard. Like he's not trying too hard. Um, he was good. wearing, he was wearing a backwards hat. Again, cool. And was like, I don't know, like real drippy, but not too much, like not so too much. Name? What's the youngest son's name? Marcus. Oh yeah. So do you ever want to do you ever want to do like a joke or an observation and then pull out because you know people can just slam it cream pie in your face straight away because you are the example of this? Like I will just debunk by me being alive, I'll just debunk my own theory um, straight away. And my theory is that anyone who has money and a little bit of free time can become cool as evidenced by this Jordan kid whose dad is a billionaire and he, he's got money and he runs a sneaker store. He's got all the time in the world just to buy some cool clothes. He's got a chain and a backwards cap. It's not that cool. Like anyone can achieve that with money. Nah, but I think once you see these photos, you'll, you'll realize it's mainly the beard. It, yeah. Like with no beard, he's, he looks like a real dweeb. Like, James, do you know who looks like that? James Harden. Looks it, like a, he's got James Harden vibes. Massive James Harden cartoon vibes. Cartoon nerd. Yeah, and a beard saves a lot of men. That's a classic move. I'm at this point, I can't win one. But I was just making my point and then really worried someone would point out that I, no, I'm not rich, but like, you know, I have enough money now to buy decent clothes and I spend a lot of money on clothes, yet I never am, I never look cool. Like, no one's ever thought I'm well-dressed or cool. Yeah, I just ignored it because I thought it was like some sort of humble brag about how much cash you've got to spend on your image. <laughs> no, 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 my point is, my point is I don't know how to get, I don't know where to get cool clothes from. Like I wore baggy jeans for so long and then everyone told me they were lame and I got bullied for them. So I took my baggy jeans to St. Vincent to DePaul and then all those people who bullied me secretly were just trying to get my jeans and then they went and bought them the next day and now they're on well, fashion. Hang on. So you're saying that you've got a bunch of like six foot eight or however, yeah, friends that are just desperate to get in a pair of like massive oversized... Yeah. How many people from back in the market is this? When fashion was real, do you remember the song Freestyler by the Bomb Funk MCs? Get some um, Sony headphones and some baggy jeans and a tight t shirt, and you're looking good, man. Get a shell necklace with a um, shark's tooth on it. A PlayStation controller. (laughs) That's a reference to the music video for Freestyler, where the kid is walking around with a PlayStation controller. Yeah. Like, look at you, JT. I'd call you quite a cool, styly guy. You got cool glasses. Where do you get your cool glasses from? I want to get those glasses. Uh, they're Ray-Bans. Bought them from clearly.co.nz. Are they actually Ray-Bans? Yeah, but you're not wearing any glasses right now, right? No, no. Just, I, I, yeah, I, just No, but I'm like... Just, I, I don't know if that's part of it. I, I, I want wireframes now to be more on trend, and I haven't been able to find good ones, and I can't believe that Ray-Bans from... Don't plug that shitty... What is that weird website you got it from as well? Why? What's wrong with clearly.co.nz? Well, What's be, clearly? 
Are they weird? I don't know. They seem fun. Oh, yeah. What is it? It annoys me in online retail how like people make like 500 front stores and just like, you know, like just flood the market with kind of. Nah, I think these guys are similar legit because they've got a they've got a, an, a New Zealand presence. You don't have to send them back overseas if they're okay, wrong. Okay, okay, okay. You're, so, you're, you're a big fan. I've used the, I've used the system as well. Like, I'll just buy like five pairs of glasses. I really want a sponsor for this podcast, even if the, the sponsor doesn't know their sponsor. <laughs> yeah, well, let's get clearly on board. Well, we don't need to. We can just plug them. I mean, I don't know what it is, but um, you're a big fan. If you're so, they're glasses. Yeah. Well, here's a little scam. Um, here's a little money tip for all the listeners out there. Yeah. Get a get a credit card with points on it, and then just buy like a hundred pairs of glasses. Yeah. Get all the credit card points and send the little glasses back. It's not illegal. <laughs> You know when someone says it's not illegal. The other day I was arguing with a friend whether Woody Allen was okay. And Whoa, that's yeah, definitely illegal. He ma- no, 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 it's not. He married his own daughter, but technically she was never oh, actually I mean, his daughter. It was, I mean the other illegal. thing. I mean the other thing he's accused of. What is he accused of assault as well? I think that uh, the other Pharaoh kid accused him of being... Uh, and a Well, I didn't even get. I, I wish I had that ammo for my argument because I was just using the married his own daughter thing, which I, in my mind, I'm just going to say it right now. And I think the Advanced Analytics Podcast will stand behind me. If you have a daughter of any adopted, any any situation, if you're the adult and they're the child, you can't marry them later. I reckon that's just, well, uh, just call me, uh, yeah, me old fashioned. Any situation where you're the caregiver of someone. Yeah. Yeah. Unless it's like, unless you say you caregive this person, had to, you both then had head injuries, didn't see each other for 40 years, and were the last two people left on earth. Like, there are some scenarios. You've got to have some caveats. You, you raise some good points, JT. You raise some good points. But, um, okay. So, um, hey, speaking of, speaking of um, perverts and um, the serious accusations, yeah. I've got a, so I've had a theory for a while that, uh, okay, well, I'll start from the edge of the top. Someone told me about Tony Romo getting $17 million to be a commentator. So I looked him up on YouTube back on the tube game. Have you guys seen Tony Romo, the quarterback, commentate NFL games? No. No, but just for, for, for people who don't know, Tony Romo is the Dallas quarterback, uh, Dallas Cowboys former quarterback, who was hated as a quarterback, partly because he played for the Cowboys, partly because he just wasn't that good. He was overhyped for playing for the Cowboys. But then he became a commentator and is now very loved. And that's all I know is that People love him. I don't know anything about it. So, so he, they, um, he can predict plays, but not only like say I think they'll do like a blitz. He'll be like, they're gonna do, it, they're gonna do, it, they're gonna spark the ball here. And the other commentator will be like, how could you possibly know? He's like, well, he didn't even look at his wrist, or he didn't even talk to someone. Wow, and he's amazing, and he makes like NFL. I guess lots of people are tuning in. Like he's a real draw card. So they pay. He's a real. He's a real. Um, what you'd say, Mark Jackson is what you'd say. A real uh, well, yeah, not quite like Mark Jackson, but anyway, there it really goes got... that man. <laughs> yeah. Can I it just really say got... for the record, I hate Mark Jackson and Jeff Gun- Van Gundy so much, and I I listen well, to the game mute if it's on ESPN. It's so. But at least Van Gundy will be like call no, and play every so often. Don't defend Van Gundy; he's just as bad now. He's got anyway. Sorry, continue with your Romo take. I want to hear. Yeah. So anyway, so I was like, well, heading in that direction. So. I was like, oh, you know what? Thinking about the NBA, the NBA would have the most concentration of media personalities, reporters, whatever, for the lowest quality of content produced. Like, yeah, there's amazing people that do the analytics piece, 
but most of it is like gossip and that gossip just relies on uh, access journalism and so they're afraid to say anything and i yeah. think that's why they like they're just all complicit in covering up all the real bad stuff like i've yeah. never heard about those chauncey billups accusations ever yeah. and i was like you know what if someone was 20 now and they they would see as kobe and assume that like there couldn't possibly be allegations of kobe because otherwise why would we all act like he's a saint yeah yeah it's so strange yeah yeah, yeah. so so you raise a good point but like I think the main takeaway that I have is that Paul's still looking on the sunglasses website, by the way, <laughs> checking out frames. Um, I'm just going to say that um, uh, the world's come a long way in the last even five years. And like the Me Too movement obviously blew it open. But like, it's just amazing that like 20 years ago, two NBA players can be accused of a very, very, very serious crime. And somehow they settled out of court, right? They made it go away with money. That's yeah. what happened. And yeah. um, it seemed like a pretty bad case against them. And they somehow managed to make it go away. In the, in the same way that Kobe's lawyers made his allegations um, go away. Um, and um, for probably money and and, and, and a, a kind of admission of guilt on Kobe's part as well. Um, and now people are taking more seriously. And with Chauncey Billups, I'd say if that happened now, he I, I would hope that would probably end the guy's career and you have to go play for some dodgy teams in Europe or something. And um, uh, with Kobe, though, that's the interesting one for me because I'm like, he was so big and so untouchable that I do worry that the same thing would just happen again because he's just so beloved by people. And I think he would probably get away with it. Like, if it was allegations against LeBron James, they weren't, you know, like a lot of sexual assault cases, they're not easy to judge. Um, I think LeBron James could probably that's a horrible thing to use him as an example in the situation, but you get what I mean? Like it would probably go very badly, very quickly. I think. Ready to pop the question. The jewelers at blue Nile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Sorry. No, that's fine. But anyway, just, just, just thinking out loud. All the stories I hear of that people tell about Kobe that they need to be like, cool stories. I just think he sounds the worst. Yeah, like yeah. saying about how when Devin Booker... Went to see him. Devin Booker loved him and obsessed with him as a kid. And so Devin Booker rang him. I'll text him. And, how, and, it, and then the, the SBN guy's like, but if you know Kobe, he'll never apply for the first text or the second or the third. I'm like, well, fucking asshole. I wouldn't keep yeah. texting this prick. And then, and then after like the fifth time, he's like, he's like, okay, Book, you can come to my gym or whatever. That gives him the address. Yeah. And then he's like, so Booker turned up and Kobe, Kobe was 45 minutes late. Because you know Kobe, he's just sitting up in his office watching. Why? What, what, what? what a fucking asshole! You, you've made this kid come to your gym, and you're just going to sit and wait to be like, "And what test is this?" Yeah, I, I would have left. I think Booker failed my test by sticking around. You don't have, that's why you don't have that Mamba mentality of Fuck. waiting for ages. Yeah, the absolute person that should have the Mamba mentality is Giannis because he's the only person that's at flat out refusing to do the two things that Kobe could teach him, which is 
have a co- have a uh, mid range shot and a post game. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I totally agree. It's a very funny take that yeah, every story about Kobe. I heard the same thing about a comedian the other day. Um, I was listening to Bill Burr, already problematic comedian. He's not too bad. He's a very funny guy, but he just has weird takes on women. Talking about Patrice O'Neill, famous, like, I don't know, again, weird takes on women. And Bill Burr was just telling a great story about what a great player and ladies' man Patrice O'Neill is. And if you've seen Patrice O'Neill, he's very, you wouldn't call him a very attractive man. Like, he's very overweight. I don't want to fat shame, but I don't, he's just not a traditional ladies' man. And Bill Burr's story was like, oh, man, he had such good game. And the game that Patrice O'Neill had, according to Bill Burr in this crack-up lad story, was that he would use his comedy skills to nig beautiful woman in the bar until they desperately searched his approval. And then he was like, it was so good that he made these jokes that brought these women down a peg and they spent the whole night trying to impress him. And then he would like woo these ladies. And I was like, that just sounds like classic, like um, horrible, uh, you know, nigging psychopath behavior. But um, Bill Burr thought it was real cool. Hey, this is going to make me sound real ignorant, but is Bill Burr the ginger guy or the black books guy? The ginger guy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yes, sir. Bill Bailey and Bill Burr. No, that's not ignorant. Those are two Bill comedians. One's British and one's... But quite, I can't really imagine Bill Bailey doing, like, sexist bits on stage. Yeah, no, nah, it's um, it's 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 Bill Burr. Uh, okay, we're almost there. Um, JT's got to go. Do we have any final big NBA takes? So really, no I, think I think we've covered... I think we've pretty much covered all the NBA finals. Oh, like, there's, just, there's just one thing we haven't covered. What's before. that? It's that time. Man. Right about that time for the stars to roll on out. I used to be jealous of Mary Apollo. We're taking every game personal. This is Chumo Kiki, and you're listening to Magic Mayhem with Paul Williams. So today, in the final of the Olympic qualifying somewhere in Europe, yeah, Mo Wagner, what of the Orlando Magic? He's technically out of contract. Wait, do the but... Magic have a player called Mo Bamba and Mo Wagner? <laughs> well, they say Wagner, but I think it's meant to be. It's, if it's German, it's surely like Wagner. One of those guys has got to go. Um, but um, Moritz, his name's Moritz. Wagner. I oh, that is a good name. But um, That's great. 28 points for Germany to get them back into the Olympics for the first time since Beijing in 2008. Wow. When, wow. Uh, when the original Mo Wagner, Dirk Nowitzki, was carrying the team. Pure magic. And technically, Mo, Mo Wagner does not play for the magic as he is out of contract. But hopefully, they'll bring him back. Wow. I can't believe Germany made it in Croatia and Canada and... Serbia and stuff must out. That's amazing. Mm. Wow. How good was um also how good was did you guys see um uh Luca's post game when all his teammates ran in and started doing a chant and splashing water around? <laughs> yeah. That's so good. Um but uh anyway, that's the end of Magic Mayhem, really. Wow. Unless you guys want to anything magic related. The, the the hunt for the coach is still going on. And a lot of people wanted Kenny Atkinson, and I was against it, but I've consumed some stuff now that I'm like because initially I was like, I want Becky Hammond. But people did have the point that it would be bad for her to get her start with a team who's kind of rebuilding and probably still going to lose quite a few games. And then, you know, people will be like, oh, she's bad. But it's like... One heartening thing about NBA Reddit, which I think is a very racist and sexist place, 
the one heartening thing is that everyone seems to be behind Becky Hammond. And I, it makes me worry because Reddit is a, is a bad place generally. And I'm like, are they just hoping she flops so we can hate on women and never let a woman coach again? But like, it so far seems great that everyone wants Becky Hammond to coach their team. But it's also and the magic. What a place to start, though. Imagine. Nah, yeah, but do you not agree that? It yeah, would, it'd be hard. It would be better. If and same with the Blazers. It was like they wanted it at the Blazers. It was like, man, well, that I think hard gig. magic would be better than Blazers. And Paul, I actually had a little, um, little Nostradamus moment that wow. Becky Hammond and Markel Fultz would like. She'd be the one to unlock it, and they'd wow. form like a real bond. Yeah, right. It's been tw- ten years together. I've been pure mayhem. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, of and maybe and maybe hook up. Has anyone? <laughs> is that called shipping? When you yeah, when you when, relationship someone, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, a little ham and fault shipping. Can I just say, for the record, just when I was trying to like fight against sexism, you can't get the first female coach, and then your first take be which NBA players is she going to get in a relationship with? That's that's not okay. No, I'm saying specifically they they it doesn't start off in a relationship, but after ten years. You can't I'm help like it. Working so closely between the two people. Well, but all I was going to say was that I was against Kenny Atkinson initially, and I've consumed some media now that's made me think um, that if they do go with him, uh, I would be pretty happy. I would love Hammond. I would love Atkinson, and I would just Aitchinson. say right now, I couldn't say his last name. Atkinson. Yeah. I was just going to say that. Um, uh, the magic, you know them. They're not getting any of those people. Also, I was just about to say, what? Who are you gonna say? Well, they'll get. I don't know. They'll get some like red faced guy who they're like. He's coached the Charlotte Hornets for nine oh, years, just, and he was Steve dope. Clifford. Yeah. Are they gonna get? Him back? <laughs> That'd be a shock if they were like, he's coming back. I like he could name the guy that I was talking about. Like that's how common it is. No, no, no. He no, he was the magic coach. They'll be like this guy who coached at Minnesota Timberwolves for fifteen years, but he died. But he's he's back alive now. He's ready um, to go. Would, would, would Stan Van Gundy be, be in with a shot? I mean, it would be pretty cool. It would be. Cool. It would be pretty cool. Man, I would bring I would, him be, home. I would like it. I would. Li- I'm not going to lie. I would like it. I mean, I don't know if it would be great for basketball reasons, but just for the vibe, it would be great. I mean, also it would be bad for the vibe, but <laughs> but just for nostalgia, it yeah. would be great. But um, bring back Dwight. Eh? No, no. One last nah, year. Kill him. Dwight's coach, I reckon. Dwight's coach. <laughs> if he goes straight from player to um, player coach, just so many pranks. Yeah. No, but Jason Kidd, I was just thinking then, I was like, oh, what if they get Jason Kidd? And then I remembered the Mavericks hired Jason <laughs> Kidd. What the hell? That's so good. The Mavericks, a team that is famous Living for up- having sexual assault, uh, uh, no, sorry, misconduct allegations right through top to bottom rotten. And where they does hire- misconduct, well, I'm, not, I'm not sorry, I know you're not a lawyer, but where does misconduct end? Like misconduct to me is like, uh, you know, like um, caught taking two cookies instead of one. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. You're right. Misconduct sounds very. I'd say that's like in a, like asking you. Misconduct would be like asking your workmates out via email and stuff like that. Yeah, right. So like what Mum Devlin did after, and, but before he punched that guy in the face. <laughs> yeah, Mum <laughs> Devlin had a busy day at the office. We've got international listeners. Sent an email out. There, Mum Devlin's a sports broadcaster who every year has a hilarious scandal and somehow gets. He still he survives. He's a, he's such a survivor. He yeah. um yeah he sent an email to his girl, to girl asking asking um asking her out and then he sent that and he was like that's a job well done and then we punched a colleague in the face and he's still got a job like what a poor Pierce must be turning in his in his grave um yeah that's uh, anyone else got any other NBA contributions to make before we finish the finals are happening well I think first let's just wrap up Magic Mayhem oh we're still in the mayhem yeah so that's the end of Magic Mayhem cool. 
uh, unless anyone else has got anything <laughs> else to add. Yep. Um, hope you've enjoyed it. Hope it hasn't been too much mayhem because if your life is stressful and then you're listening to this mayhem, I don't know. Just I hope it's not too much. Yeah, you don't want to have too much mayhem yeah. in your life. Martin Devlin isn't on the Magic Magic Radio Network, is he? Or else that's like really amazing. <laughs> no, oh, I don't. Oh. He's the other. He's the other channel. Um, right. uh, congratulations to Suns and Bucks fans. I'm sorry if I've been too negative. I will say this: that I do think that it's amazing that those franchises, you know, franchises that have had a lot of heartbreak and a lot of problems, to see them in the finals is. I mean, it's going to be ratings poison, can, but it's um, it's exciting. Can I just jump in before we officially leave jump Mag- in. Magic Mayhem? Oh, wait, no, we've left. No, we're still in it. Oh, we're back in it. Um, just just interesting because we were talking about... Sol- sucked us back in. We were talking about Solomon Hill, and here was a quote from today on um, if Nate McMillan was going to um, stick around and coach the Hawks next year. And uh, Solomon said, Nate's our coach. They're just waiting to get the final details and all that stuff. Unless Orlando Magic come in and give him $100 million a year, <laughs> crazy. Nate McMillan's going to be our coach. I love just saying, unless Orlando Magic. I don't know if that's that's what's written, but I think it's funny. Also, $100 million a year is a great contract. I'd take that in a heartbeat. I, hope, I want to come on record and say I hope the Magic don't um, offer Nate McMillan that. Yeah. What do you reckon Solomon Hill's strategy with a new coach would be? Just like hide like if you're trying not to be seen and they forget about you yeah it's also very funny that you were pointing out that um solomon hill was playing his most minutes ever (laughs) under this guy and now he's like he is our coach next year (laughs) (laughs) solomon hill's gonna get that another another year of four and a half points a game baby (laughs) yeah um, shout out to Solomon Hill. Uh, shout out to the teams in the finals. Good luck to everyone. I hope they're a good finals. I hope Giannis comes back and everyone's 100%. I hope Chris Paul doesn't get injured. I'm excited for um, Jay Crowder versus PJ Tucker. Yeah. Go hard. Cool. Good luck. That's the matchup. JT, you want to say something you're excited for? Mm. <laughs> uh, yeah. are, you, are you excited? Because about five times this playoffs, you've said you've, you've going to quit watching basketball. You'll be but every time it's specifically because the Bucks forced me to the point where I just want to poke my eyes out. <laughs> he'll be excited for Devin Booker and Chris Paul to be shooting exclusively mid-range fadeaways. Yeah. They just dribble in and then pull up and just fadeaways. It's crazy. Yeah, I'm excited for that. Thank you all to everyone who listened. We love you. My name's Guy Williams. I'm joined by Paul. I don't do it. And JT. Yeah, always done it. Always will do it. Later and goodbye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.